0: We are back with a new GCR. I'm your host, Desi Robinson, with my co-host, Christian Ventura. And you did not hear that little exchange before we started, and we're going to hear it because... Eh, I'm out hungry. I'm more indifferent. Yeah, I probably, <laughs> I'll probably make a corn dog, I don't know. Maybe. Not Anywho- a bad idea. Anywho, anyway, on this episode of the DC Cinematic Movie Verse, which is a mouthful, we are reviewing... 2016's Batman Bad Blood which there it is it's a directed video, it's a directed streaming services and DVD, um, DVD Blu-ray came out like I said 2016 this is a um, sequel to Batman vs. Robin because at the end of Batman vs. Robin we got the tag of Batwoman there Mm-hmm. And the voice of Batwoman is Chuck's and Street Crimes, very own Yvonne Stavrosky, who played Kate Kane slash Batwoman or Catherine Kane. If you, I like Kate, then Catherine. I don't know. That's, that's just me. Like your,
1: her father calls her Catherine. Yeah. She's Kate. Mm-hmm.
0: Returning, Jason Amara as Batman, Stuart Allen as Robin, Damien Wayne, Sean Mayer, a Firefly fan, as. Night Queen Dick Grayson. Marina Baccarin returns as the voice of Talia Al Ghul. Steve Bloom comes in as Roman Salas, Sanas, slash Black Mask, and Firefly. Um, Gaius Charles, I don't know who that dude is, but if y'all do, let me know. Uh, as Batwing Luke Fox. I don't know why I said that. Now, that, now the brother's gonna be looking for me. Oh, well. John DiMaggio as Blockbuster slash Tusk. Oh. Robert Akin Downs as the Mad Hatter, Jervis Tetch, and the ex Electrocutioner. Robert Akin Downs is in everything. <laughs> James Gar- um, Garrett um, is the voice of Alfred in this one. Um, actor, previous actor. Um, oh, my God. I can't remember got his fucking name. He's in NCIS as Ducky. Uh, I'm not sure, honestly. Oh, you never seen NCIS? Uh, not really NCIS, no. <laughs> Believe
1: it or not, no, I have not really watched much NCIS.
0: <laughs> All right, never mind. Um, moving on. Ernie Hudson. Yes, Ernie Hudson enjoys the DC animated movie verse as Lucius Fox. I thought I recognized the voice. Um, Christine Larkin uh, from step-by-step, day-by-day. No? No? Nobody? Okay, just me. Um, At the moment, yes. (laughs) And she voices PB in Mass Effect Andromeda. Here, she plays a reporter. Oh, I remember Petey. Vanessa Marshall, our favorite. No, that's another actress. Vanessa Marshall, you may remember her from um, Justice League. (laughs) (laughs) I, I was <laughs> legit, so I was, unfair to her. <laughs> I was legit going to say Commander Shepard, but we all know who voices Commander Shepard. So, Vanessa Marshall. <laughs> yes, thank you, because I'm like
1: totally blanking on
0: it right now. So, Vanessa Marshall has been in Justice League, but here she voices Renee Montoya. Ooh. Matthew, and here is our critical role. Connections. Matthew, uh-huh. Mer- Matthew Mercer, also known as Matt Mercer, the the Dungeon Master, one of the CEOs of Critical Role. He voices Hellhound Chucky Soul.
1: Oh, damn. Trey- really? Oh, he's like just hes doing the voice of the Hellhound? Yeah. Uh,
0: and cool. he is, he's also a prolific voice actor himself.
1: I mean, to be fair, I, I thought you were going to mention somebody else that's a Critical Role alum in this. Oh,
0: there is another Critical Role alum in this. Yeah, <laughs> a very prolific one as well. Travis Willingham, who's also the CEO of Critical Role and all his business operation, he's in here as the heretic. And he does a fine-ass job at it. Um, both have voiced roles in the DC animated movie verse before. Travis Willingham has done more in the DC space um, by playing. He played Harvey Dent in the Telltale Batman games with Troy Baker. Oh, cool! I still haven't played those. Kari Walgreen, um, who has done Harley Quinn and Starfire, she comes in as Mrs. Miss Bannister, and she voices Kari, also known as Star Girl um, Starfire. I did see huh? Star Girl. It is a good show. Check it out, people. Jason Spisak, who voiced Bart Allen, not Bart, dumbass. Wally West in Young Justice. Here <laughs> he voices the calculator, Noah Cutler, Killer Moth, and a male reporter.
1: Pull in a, a quad duty there.
0: Yep. Bruce Thomas voices Commissioner Gordon, and Jeff Pearson voices. Jacob, uh, Colonel Jacob Kane. Um, that actor, he's Jeff Pearson, is a is, is a, pr- a prolific actor himself. Mm-hmm. Um, I cannot pull one thing out of my ass that I don't know if our listeners or you would know. So I'm just gonna move on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna move on on that one. I mean, he was he was the president in 24. I remember him that. Okay. All right. All right. That was going to be that was literally in my show notes, 24. All right. <laughs> there we go. Thank you. And also he was in that 80s show, but that, that, that's another here here and there. All right. <laughs> um, this was produced by Alan Burnett, Amy McKenna. Brian uh, oh shit, I was going to say somebody else. Michael Uslin, he's an executive producer on anything that relates to Batman. Anything. So if you watch Wait. anything Batman related, you're going to see Michael Usulin's name on it. Damn. Yeah. Um, James Tucker um, returns as the supervising producer, and Sam, um, Sam Register as well as the executive producer, and Benjamin Minkler, uh, Minkler as also as an executive producer as well. Um, casting this time was, uh, was by Wes Gleason. And Way to go, You got a really good voice cast going here. Yeah. Um, this is based off of... Let me go back to my trivia. So this is based on Batman Batlands uh, by um, Grant Morrison. Um, okay. Some of these are spoilers, so I'm only going to go for one. This is based off the comics Battle for a Cow, which we have talked about before, and Batman Incorporated. Mm. Um um, Batwing Um Luke Fox um is from Batman Incorporated and the Battle for the Cow is when Future spoiler for to the we get to the plot summary that deals with Dick Grayson. Um so what is your overall thoughts to them in bad blood before we go into the plot
1: um i'm i'm having the like i've heard that as you continue going through these movies they start to get better and better Mm -hmm. and i think they're starting to get better and better for me because i did very much enjoy the last one i'm i wouldn't say that this one is any more like amazing than the last one but i enjoyed it just as much
0: um, also, the tag on uh, J Olivia Olivia Nah, fuck it. He directed this one. Writing credits go to J M De who is credit um, credited for writing this. Um, Bill Finger finally getting credits for creating Batman. Damn! Finally, Bill Finger is getting his due. If you don't okay. know, if you if y'all don't know, there is, I will put it in the description because um, it's not it's not because it's, it's, the title is breaking <laughs> on my mind. But it shows the documentary talks about how Bill Finger is the person who created Bruce Wayne. He created the Batcave. He anything that deals with Batman and his origins was Bill Finger. Bob Kane just came up with the idea. So, bill finger flushed it out yeah bill finger flushed it out um Tom Mandrake and Doug Mochins sorry bruh but he they created black mask Lynn Wayne creator of Wolverine which I did not know y'all did not know probably he Lynn Wayne created Wolverine the swamp thing himself but he also created Lucius Fox oh wow with um co-writer John Callen. Callen. Yeah, Callen. There we go. Marv Wolfman, George Perez created Nightwing, mm-hmm. and the late great Denny O'Neill created Tayo Al Gore
1: mm.
0: That's a little bit of, a little bit more trivia for y'all. Mm. Boom. I don't know who made shit, so I'm happy. Um, my overall thought: uh, uh, anything that has Yvonne Strahovski in it, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm definitely yay. I think she deserves more work because um, mainly things that she's doing is for her native country of Australia Hence, um, street crimes is one of the um, it looks seen the trailer for it and it all ties into this people it, it, it is taking place in Australia and that's why we said uh, um, it also features um, Jai Courtney who plays Captain Boomerang in the DC movie verse um, she looks like a tortured woman just like holy shit, mm-hmm. it just it it looks. It, I don't like using this term because people just fucking butchered it. Cerebral. Oh,
1: um, okay. Um,
0: you see one moment, and she you're about one a little a, a tip, she mentioned before, so it's not it's anything new, and I'm not being starkish whatsoever. But she she's a um she is a former ballerina, and you see her performing like a ballerina, but then it cuts to her. In prison, or like she's in like in a institution, just losing her mind. Yeah. yeah. So it it, it, look, it looks very interesting. It it
1: paints a very stark contrast yeah. of like. Okay.
0: Um. But she's, her and other voice actors in this movie verse, and this is future spoilers that I'm not going to mention. But her bringing technically, technically, she's the first. Batwoman did come out years ago by Bruce Timm, but he had three different voice actresses voicing Batwoman, and it was three different. Yeah, um, what's her name? Who does um, Kelly Ripa voiced? um, She played a character who was Batwoman. Uh, Yeah, yeah. Gary, Batman Mystery of the Bat. It's called Batman Mystery of the Batwoman. Hold on. Um, Batman Mystery. There we go. It popped right up. As soon as I put in Mystery, it popped right the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It came out in 2003, so this is way, way, way before um, this one. Oh, okay. So, yeah, okay. what, 13 years before? Oh, yeah. Kayla Rippa played Rocky, um, who was also um, Batwoman. Um, Kara Sedgwick was Batwoman. And Tara Strong was in it, but she was not Batwoman, she was Batgirl.
1: Oh, that makes sense.
0: Um Kimberly Brooks, the voice of Ashley, and um Mass Effect was also in it as well.
1: Oh wow. So she she could be a pretty good Batwoman now that you think about
0: it. so that's why I say technically Kate Kate Kane is the first Yvonne Stravatsky is the first person to voice, to bring to life Kate Kane Batwoman if we want if we right. want to put it like that um, Gaming, um, she's in DC Universe Online um, but I don't know the voice actress for Kate Kane Batwoman but she, mm. is, but she is in DC Universe. Um, the voice actress for Renee Montoya if I remember correctly is the same voice actress who played Renee Montoya in Batman the Animated Series that's in DC Universe Online. But, oh. to get back on my main point, because I, I went on a tangent, <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> the, I, I like the fact that she brought this character to life because she has no point of reference mm-hmm. for Kate Kane, Batwoman. She only yeah, it is
1: her character. interpretation of it really purely
0: almost. Yeah, and the only person who can help her comic book-wise, yes, DC, but also her former co-star, Zachary Levi from Chuck, who is a big comic book fan himself. Like that's only thing you can do as a comic book fan and when you have a friend be it man, man or woman who's coming into maybe there are a voice actor but they don't know the character and no actor voice that character, you have to go to that person who knows the character who can help you learn more but then after that is you the actor who has to like form this character yourself.
1: Yeah, put their put their imprint on it.
0: Yeah. And she definitely did that. Um, yes, she's—I mean, like the character herself in the comics. She is not annoying. She she is annoying, and I think that's the one aspect of um, what Ruby Rose got on the show. She needs to learn to open up and start working with others.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And plus, Batman said it: "If you're not with me, you shouldn't be wearing my damn logo on your chest."
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> like it, it, it. It's like. It's like I, I may wear you.
1: this thing, but that doesn't mean I'm part of your little cult. And I'm like, what the
0: fuck? Like, motherfucker, you became like you became that <laughs> woman.
1: Just, just tell me I wasn't the only one offended for him on that one.
0: I'm like cult. <laughs> I'm like I would have been like if I was robbing and if I was robbing a night Nightwing, I'd be like, the fuck you mean cult? I know, it'd
1: be like, the fuck you talking about? And then she's already off. Like, she goes, don't think I'm one of you. And she fucking flies off. uh, Like, we're going into it already. She flies off already looking like a bat. It's like, what the fuck? like.
0: But, um, she does, she is jokey-jokey. She does, um, she's just a good all-around character. And I think the fact that one of uh, how can i say those who knows kate when you see her on a date with another woman we as a as a comic book fan you know that about her they don't make that Mm -hmm. a big deal they don't make that they just make it like a matter
1: of fact kind of point
0: yeah and i i remember hearing people like she's a lesbian like what the fuck we don't need your push your agenda i'm like you never read a comic book you never read a fucking comic book ever (laughs)
1: It's like, don't push your agenda. It's like you—you you really don't know this character. Then, like, you don't like. Like, it's okay that you don't. But at the same time, don't act like like they're the ones conforming to you. All right,
0: no, no, or no, trying no. to push something
1: in your face.
0: So, uh, stupid. I'm, I'm. I'm. I was. I was starting to talk tangent. Yeah, stupid people. Stupid people out there. But overall, um, this is where you notice it's starting to get more violent in these animated features, um, and it's starting to get more... It's I, I... Here, I've noticed this is something where it's it's starting to begin to be it's not for kids anymore.
1: Yeah. Like, this... It's starting to get to the level where it's just like, okay, you you need to, at the very least... um,
0: Make it approachable for children.
1: Yeah, like, vet it.
0: Like, you gotta... Go ahead. You was going to say something? I know there's a no. delay. I was going to say there's a delay, but... Oh, something. no, no. I,
1: I, I finished my sentence. Oh,
0: okay. Uh, there, there, there really is a delay there. Um, yeah. yeah, that just means there's a
1: pretty large delay. There.
0: Um, People, like we said, we're in the middle of a pandemic. There are certain things I, have to, I can cut out, and there's some things I can't, but back on the point.
1: Yeah, sorry about that, folks. Let's continue on.
0: Um... Young Justice, right around the time Young Justice was out, actually by this point, Young Justice was canceled. That was approachable for young children, but now Young Justice came back late 2019, mid to late 2019, and it's following the tradition that these DC animated features are being. They're not for kids. There, they really isn't. And as someone who, I'm gonna say this now, fuck it, it's gonna, it's gonna come up eventually. I don't want children. But <laughs> that does not necessarily mean i don't want kids to experience cool things like this is yes, these are cartoons This shouldn't be like we have adult swim yeah we have um robot chicken we have family guy we have um the creator of adventure time created a show that's on netflix it's one of the popular shows In I yeah and then um jg quintel created close enough which is for adults
1: well, it's funny when you talk about like how how it seems like these are more for adults but it's only a very recent like when you look at like hi- the history of cartoons in general mm. it's only a very recent trend that it's been geared and like socially accepted more towards children at least in the US. Yeah, because but- originally like in the 1940s and stuff cartoons were actually very geared towards adults. True. Like look at look at the way that like Betty Boop and um uh and, like, Felix the Cat, and a bunch of different types of cartoons of the, like, early 40s, late 40s, and early 50s. All of that kind of style was actually very dark, very heavy subject matter stuff. And it was very geared toward, like, animation in general, most of it was always very geared towards adults. It was, like, during the nuclear family, when that started to become a thing, the idea of it, at least in, like, the late 50s, that's when it started becoming more like, okay cartoons are are very intense because there also wasn't a lot of regulation on TV at the time and when they realize okay kids are at home and at school and like starting to starting to feel like aggressive in ways that they may not have understood they also think okay these shows have to be regulated so then they regulate the crap out of it to where they have to make it acceptable to only kids and then it starts becoming associated with things that are only for children
0: but then when you get to, i will say the sixties, sixties uh, 60s, 60s up to the early two thousands, it's mainly been for kids.
1: Yeah, you and have, that was have, the.
0: And you 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 have a few exceptions like heavy metal, one of my favorite animated features, which is hundred yeah. percent for adults. And Fritz the Cat.
1: Fritz the Cat was super. Yeah, only adults. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh man, I had a horrible time to explain to my father, Fritz the cat, and I was seventeen when I saw it, when I first saw it. And I, I why did you have it? to explain it to him? It, he came in. He used to have been an armored car driver, so I'm watching it openly in the living room.
1: Oh, that's where you fucked up already.
0: <laughs> I, I I was not. I didn't. Uh, I was sharing a room with my brother, so he wanted he wanted to go to sleep oh okay and i and and i'm always always been a night owl this is i'm 17 at the time so i was always a night owl i mean come on we're gamers um i'm watching frisk the cat in the living room and it was like right around the time a sex scene came up oh no i'm like
1: it's always right around that too that's the thing it's (laughs) never when regular stuff is going on
0: i know and i'm like why and i'm looking at the and then at the guide it said batman up next at 2 a.m so i'm like mm-hmm. i have to go through frisk the cat just to see batman mm-hmm. and i'm like fuck i was like and i was already and i was already well deep in it because it was like a adult animated feature double feature because heavy metal was right before it yeah so i'm like Like, are you about to
1: admit something that you didn't think you were about to admit right now? Because okay. I have a feeling I know where this is going.
0: No, I was like, I had, the fact that I had to explain it, uh-huh. I, don't, I don't remember how. No, I, I, I was told to go to bed. I was told to go to bed. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's just like, I
1: don't want to deal with this shit right now.
0: I was like, yeah, fine, I'll go to bed. I turned it off and went straight to bed. I was like. I can't. You can't. I can't explain it. It's like, and I still watch Fritz the Cat. I, I don't want Fritz the Cat and Heavy Metal on Blu-ray. They're not yeah. on Blu-ray, but I want them on Blu-ray. But back on the topic at hand, right? Um, yeah, this is where you notice um, these these animated features are becoming more adult. Um, it's not. is no way approachable for children. There, this. I hate to say this one really isn't. You you see character deaths and we'll, when we get to the plot you hear them. Um, yeah. especially iconic bat um uh, bat rogues um characters. And then one origin, but we don't get a payoff any I'm not gonna spoil future spoilers, but still there's no payoff for Black Mask. God. Mm. Yeah, because
1: I saw that and I was like, oh shit, this is the moment where it fuses to his face. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. No I was like, all resolution. right, that's going to make some
1: shit happen. And then, oh.
0: Yeah, no resolution. <laughs> um, but um, this is, is a solid film. I think Jay Olivia. Um, and I've learned what an animation director does, um, but I still feel he was very solid. The people that worked on this, worked on other DC animated features who storyboard it. Um, the animation studio who worked on this also worked on Young Justice, so you know the high pedigree of it is still there which I still like, which is why um, the animation side of things um, will not detract from the points that is this movie's getting. Um, but the reason why it's go, this and future, um, from this point going forward, the reason why I'm going to score so low, you're not making this no longer for children. And, you, and it's now parents and I have to sit and, talk with one another to be like all right should i have my kid yeah my kid loves batman my kid loves superman but should they watch this can't should we watch and some parents just don't give a fuck
1: yeah Um, some parents are gonna see this and be like oh it says batman on it
0: yeah and some people some parents just won't give a fuck and they'll just show the kids anyway some parents are gonna be like uh i'll wait till they're 13 and which makes perfectly sense um it, it really does like like I just said, I didn't see Frisk the Cat or Heavy Metal till I was about seventeen. That lets mm-hmm. you know my parents was not going to let me watch anything like that ever under their roof. Um, I didn't have um, I had to have blood turn off on Tony Hawk Pro Skater and Mortal Kombat until I was eighteen.
1: Oh, I remember that you
0: could turn that shit off. Um, I couldn't play Grand Theft Auto under my my mother's roof until I was eighteen.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I had to sneak all those games in. I remember doing shit like that.
0: So, and I couldn't have a lot of. There was a lot of, restrict, a lot of restricted things in terms of comic books, video games, and TV. Even though I know the difference between real life and animation, video games, and movies, it was not accepted under my parents' roof. So, I say for here, if I was a parent and I had a seven year old, they're not watching this. <laughs> I I it, it I, I know it sounds cruel, but I, I'd rather... With Young Justice on DC Universe, I can better explain why Nightwing is cursing. I mean, not Nightwing. Superboy. Because he's... I don't know. And here's another thing. I don't get the fucking sudden realization of Superboy be more angry. I, yeah. I, like, what's up with that? Like, what the fuck? That's just a slight tangent. And then Batwoman... Same goes for Batwoman. She's here unnecessarily angry. What the fuck for? Batman, Nightwing, Robin, and Batwing, by extension, should be more fucking angry. You, mm-hmm. Night, Batwing decided to, to, to put on the suit to protect his father and to rescue Bruce because what he learned what Bruce does for not only for Luke but also for Lucius.
1: Mm-hmm. He,
0: he has a reason to put on the suit. Batwoman. Oh, my sister is dead. Um, I don't want to follow my father. I'm gonna be Batwoman, but I don't like. I'm not part of Batman's cult. But you're wearing a Bat suit. I never. Un- and This is not terms animated feature. This is now comic book. I'm going on because this is the comic. Yeah. Book, the feature is based off the comic book. Then why are you wearing the fucking suit? Why did you call yourself Batwoman? Batgirl has a hundred percent good reason why she called herself, bat- call herself, bat- call herself Bat. Call herself Bat. Call herself Batgirl. Uh
1: huh.
0: You made the conscious, like, any every time you have a person, man or woman, says this, I was like, you, especially when someone says Blue Lives Matter. No, it don't fucking exist. You choose mm-hmm. to become a cop. And in this vein of existence, in this vein, you chose to be Batwoman. Deal with yeah. it. Yeah. It's your fucking choice. Not mine, yours. So fucking deal with it. And with that, here's the plot. <laughs> <laughs> I got off my high horse. I'm back down to earth. And we're only 20 minutes in. It felt like a goddamn hour. We're only t- barely 30 minutes in. <laughs> so strap on in, folks. Oh, Jesus fucking Christ. And if I'm an atheist, so I'm going to say Jesus fucking Christ. All right, here we go. <clears throat> It starts off with Batwoman intercepting a group of criminals in Gotham City that includes the electrocutioner, Blockbuster. Oh, side tangent. You know what Blockbuster's real name is? What? Desmond. (laughs) Ha! Yeah. (laughs) Ha! Desmond, and he's Nightwing's villain. (sighs) I'm a villain.
1: The irony is not lost on me.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Um... The villains that in this group is once again the electrocutioner blockbuster firefly and killer moth include others when a fight ensues batman fi- when batwoman end up just crazily jumps in guns blazing fighting batman soon arrives then he's conf- he is conf- then they are conf- batwoman and batman are confronted by the leader of the criminals a man called the heretic voiced by the one travis wellingham who reminds Batman of his visions of Damian Wayne as Batman. Heretic detonates an explosive planted within the facility. Batman flings Batwoman to a safety, but apparently... Oh, oh, I had to get that out. Apparently, (laughs) it perishes in (laughs) the I'm sorry. Oh, man. It's all
1: good. It's all good. Keep it going.
0: I had a, a brookie.
1: A brookie... Oh. <laughs> what, a brownie cookie?
0: Oh, yeah. Nice. Oh, it was so delicious. All right. Weeks pass. Both Batman and Bruce Wayne disappearance have not gone unnoticed. Alfred Pennyworth takes up the guise of Wayne in an electronic communications using gadgets in the Batcave to maintain appearances while sp- sending out distress signals to Dick Grayson. Meanwhile, Damien watches a news report of Batman's disappearance and... And he sets out... He's currently in the Himalayas, hence why it is a sequel to Batman vs. Robin.
1: Yep, where he just got there.
0: Yep. Uh, meanwhile, um, he reports of Batman's disappearance and sets out to return to Gotham. Kate Kane meets with her father at a diner, um, of Jacob Kane, revealing that she feels responsible for Batman's apparent death um, and asks his help to track um, down the heretic. It is revealed that she is traumatized when she heard... <laughs> When Kate, her um, sister, and her mother were all abducted um, and held for ransom, although she was the only one not killed by the captors, before her rescue <laughs> her father um, rescued her. After her time in the military, she became a drunkard, and who was saved by Batman. Um, the appearance um, motivated her to never need to be saved again, resulting in her becoming Batwoman. You see.
1: you're not my real bat and then she goes and puts on her own like hood
0: the cowl (laughs) like in this instance she's um Nebula
1: yeah yeah oh yeah
0: think about it you're Nebula if it wasn't for Gamora and technically Tony and Gamora you wouldn't have Mm -hmm. been a good guy yep so you're welcome Gamora I mean Nebula
1: it's like yes you're welcome now help and stop being a prick until your alternate like past future self to shut the fuck up and stop shit fucking shit up
0: mm-hmm. like my only gripe in endgame she should have just shot her on sight just don't, don't, don't yeah don't, don't talk to your past self because you know your past self is gonna die anyway just shoot you know me. everybody
1: I'm, I'm not gonna lie everybody talks about that moment like real quick tangent Everybody talks about the moment where Star-Lord fucks it up for everybody, right? But at the same time, it's just like, why do I not feel like anybody's mad at Gamora for being like, oh, my sister can completely reconstitute herself. And yes, it's horrible to watch her be tortured. But it's like, I'm going to give up all of the universe for this when I was so ready to murder myself like a couple seasons ago. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Like, everybody's
1: pulling shit on Star-Lord, but it's just like, you realize you gave him the fucking, like, last soul stone with your life because you gave up because of her? Because of Nebula? Who you actively hated for, like, a good, better part
0: of your fucking life? You realize your voice gets high-pitched when you're angry?
1: Yes, it does. It does. (laughs) It does. Um... Yeah, but that's just my my side tangent about like the things I had issues with in fucking Endgame. Now let's get back to bad blood.
0: <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! All right, it's because it's like my,
1: my voice goes everywhere when it's like when it's more disbelieving, it goes higher. When it's more like upset, it'll go like deeper. I think it depends.
0: Yeah, it depends. Um, at the same time, Batman wearing a different bat emblem. Apparently resurfaces and is quickly noticed by Robin and Kate Kane. Both of them apparently inept intercept Batman and quickly deduce that it is Dick Grayson wearing an old version of the Batsuit. Right here, I hated that look. Like, give him. I understand you wouldn't put him in the trunks like Batman, but. Yeah. You could just, like, easily put him in the gray and black. <sighs> yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, it, like, I did enjoy the callback but i did feel like it was out of place a little bit
0: and this is not the only time we're going to see that suit Yeah, because that's a future spoiler um we're over... doing the...
1: stop saying you're not gonna do future spoilers if you keep doing it man
0: <laughs> they begin they begin their own investigation into the heretic um unconvinced that bruce is truly dead soon the heretic and his hitchman attack wayne enterprises forcing lucius fox to open um, this is where we meet Luke and his son um Lucius um Lucius and his son Luke um their first appearance in this animated movie verse um but it's at this time where the heretic is attacking when um where enterprise is forcing Luke. Um, Lucius to open um, the way into the vault by threatening his son Luke, a soldier recently returned back from Afghanistan. Though Dick and Damien quickly arrive, they are unable to prevent the Heretic from escaping with Wayne technology, and Lucius um, is uh, non fatally stabbed, but he's still stabbed nonetheless mm-hmm. um, before they leave.
1: Hospitalized.
0: Yep. Heretic kills the electrocutioner when he is about to kill Robin at this moment. So yep, one iconic villain down. Ah ah ah,
1: <laughs> one villain killed. Ah 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 ah.
0: Heretic then returns to his headquarters, where it's revealed that he is working for Talia al Ghul. They have Bruce Wayne captured, and the Mad Hatter is slowly brainwashing him with the machine, projecting a laser-like beam into his eyes and causing his brain, uh, and brain uh, in his eyes and brain, causing him to experience nightmarish visions of his parents and friends as well as several bats attacking him the mad hatter claims bruce's memories um bruce's memories are uh, experiences as well as his mental and emotional trauma is causing the mind controlling process to take longer on him than normal and it shows you how strong batman is
1: yeah like remember there was a couple movies ago if not the last movie where like, he was actively being fucked with in his mind, and he was already fighting against it.
0: Yep. Um, the Heretic, apparently obsessed with Damian Wayne, then breaks into the Batcave and kidnaps Damian. Heretic then explains that he is the clone of Damian created by genetics, uh genetic program created by Rachel al Ghul and the League of Assassins. Using Damien's DNA to genetic, uh, genetically engineer a, prefer, a perfect soldier with accelerated growth and development, but he was the only subject of the program to survive with the Mad Hatter, giving him an actual mind and consciousness. Due to his feelings of not being a real person, he wishes to have Damien's memories and personality implanted within his own brain with the mind programming machine used on Bruce Batalia arrives and shoots the heretic dead, cold, dead. See, this is where I said on nebula on sight yep Taya didn't say anything she just
1: bam no she did she was being real cruel about it she didn't wasn't she saying some shit like uh she was how could how could a mother be so blind
0: or her child's love or some shit like that she was saying shit to damien though she wasn't talking to the heretic to damien that's true and she shot she was talking to damien but she shot heretic on sight
1: she was talking to Damien, but she shot Damien.
0: <laughs> um, and we're talking about
1: heretic, but obviously, like,
0: <laughs>
1: um, like that shit. That sh- I'm I'm happy that they did do that though, but that's for a later character.
0: Um, for dis- uh, she shoots him dead for disobeying her orders to leave Damien out of the conflict. Dick and Batwoman then arrive um, having located Damien through a tracker in his costume. They are quickly joined by Luke Fox, clad in a exosuit, combat suit um, styling himself as the Batwing. Um, the three rescue Bruce and Damien, but Taya and her henchmen escape. Um, slide ta- um, slide um, bar, but this does correlate with Batwing. Uh, within the mm-hmm. comic books, um, Batwing's suit eventually evolves to become the Batman Beyond suit. Oh damn! Mm-hmm. Little Dr. Mm, Dr. I did know that. Dr. Yep. Uh, we'll wait till we get to Justice League, um, Justice League Dark Apocalypse War, and I'll give my thoughts on um, <laughs> what I thought this universe was going to become. Okay. <laughs> um, weeks has passed, and Bruce seems to be recovered from the ordeal, though he re- remains adamant that Kate Kane and Luke Fox should not be involved at all insisting that their heroics remain within the family. Meanwhile, Kate is suddenly attacked by her father. After dis- disabling him, she discovers that he has been brainwashed. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun! She brings this to the attention of um, Dick and Damien and Luke. Dick immediately concludes that Bruce is still under the effects of the matter Mad his mind control, though Damien is unconvinced. See, this is why Dick is number one. I mean, come on, He's come the on.
1: number one dick.
0: Luke um, reveals that the League of Assassins, um, the League of Assassins, uh, hold on, hold on. yeah, the League of Assassins are planning to brainwash a number of the world's leaders at a tech summit held by Bruce, um, with the use of the advanced earpieces being distributed to the attendees. At the yeah, like a translator software. Yep. Yeah. At the brainwashing event, um, I call it the brainwashing event. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it is, though. Um, Nightwing, we- Nightwing, Robin, Batwoman, and Alfred, and ba- I cannot write sometimes. Nightwing, Robin, Batwoman, Alfred, and Batwing arrive to stop and fight Talia and her henchmen. During the fight, yes,
1: you heard that right, Alfred.
0: I told you, this is a new era. Alfred don't play no fucking games.
1: Alfred don't play no fucking games in this.
0: Matt Hatter is killed. <laughs> See? That is two.
1: Two, ah. Uh, uh, uh.
0: <laughs> um, thus stopping the mind control from um, underdoing, undergoing, stopping the mind control from undergoing to completion. Bruce, under the effects of the brainwashing, is made to fight Nightwing and he defeats him. He fucks him up.
1: <laughs> yep.
0: Um, Talia then orders to shoot, he orders him to shoot Grayson and Damien dead. But Bruce, with the help of Grayson's pleas, resists the effects, only to be met by Onyx, a member of the Heretics team. Oh, wait. So, let me go back. With Grayson's pleas, resists the effects of the mind control and disobeys Talia's orders. Pissed, Taya escapes into her autopilot vessel, only to be met by Onyx, who was really, really had a hard-on for Heretic. Oh, yeah. um, Who attempts to murder her in revenge for the ruthless death of the Heretic, causing the um, the vessel to crash, resulting in both both her and the latter's death. Uh, I put that that Uh, uh, in quotes. I put them Yeah, way. obviously. This is Talia we're talking about. Talia
1: is too important of a character to just get murked like that real quick.
0: Mhm. No. I mean,
1: I'm not trying to spoil nothing, especially since I don't remember what happens later, but like in all honesty, I have no expectations that she's dead.
0: No. Um neither does Damien. Um the Bat family then returns to the Batcave to plan their next move. Nightwing explains that none of the Manhattan is programmed can function without his being around to activate it. Once again, Mad Hatter's head went kablooey. Oh, yeah. Um, The Bat-Signal shines in Gotham City where Batwoman, Nightwing, Batwing assemble to meet Batman and Robin on top of the police station where they see the Penguin escaping the cops by car. Batwoman and Batwing fly down as Batman, Robin, and Nightwing fire their grappling guns on a nearby building Batwoman. Now, Batgirl, off in the distance, observes the group and launches her own chase and fires her own grappling gun to join the pursuit. <laughs> Scene ends.
1: Pay the black.
0: And that was Batman Bad Blood. Ah. No, I'm just joking. you do the fucking X-Men thing what the fuck
1: I know I know I'm just fucking with you
0: oh my god um oh my god (laughs) yeah a bit of trivia before we go right into our main review yeah and that'll be the end of this episode there is a scene on the where the TV in the background discussing strange activity on Mars this is a reference to the introduction of Martian Manhunter
1: I was wondering like I saw that and I was like that's too pronounced to not be a thing.
0: No. Um, this is the first appearance of Batwing Luke Fox in any media outside of the comic book medium.
1: Very true. Very true. The only thing that I remember him in because I haven't read much of the new stuff um, was uh, he was in Metal, right? He was in Batman Metal?
0: Yes. but Like I remember that and I was just like "That's mainly, hmm? but that's mainly comic books but in terms of Putting a voice to him, because Batman Metal Metal came out after 2016, way after
1: 2016.
0: Yeah. So technically, this is- That's how little I've seen that character. Yeah, so this is his first voice um, appearance, but his first um, live action appearance is currently on Batwoman right now. Oh, really? Yeah. Lou Fox is on there, and Lucius Fox is dead in that world. Oh, okay. Yeah. Is
1: Luke Fox actively um Batwing yet? Or is he like just in the show?
0: He just in the so show. So far. He's just in the okay. show as a nerd. Think Felicity of Arrow but Black. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. Um when Jim Gordon is giving a speech about Batman's disappearance, the news channel on the bottom right says News fifty two, which is a reference to the New Fifty Two line of comics. And the same news is used in the Arrowverse. Yep. <laughs> Um, once again, this is Jason O'Mara's fifth time voicing, ba- voicing Batman in this animated movie verse. And I'm
1: in love with his voice as
0: Batman. When Dick is talking to Corey, this is a reference to Corey Anders, a.k.a. Starfire from Titans, <laughs> a group that Dick used to lead. But he's also A.k.a. also, also a <clears throat> great spice
1: to have in your kitchen.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, he's also referring to the Titans Tower. Um, the Titans Tower. Obviously. Mm-hmm. In the last movie, like the last movie, when look when Nightwing looks into the glass case with holding the uniform, this time is Batman's uniform with his own reflection in the suit.
1: Yeah, ooh, yeah, that was some foreshadowing as hell.
0: Um, the gangster named Chucky Soul is a nod to Batman Mask of the Phantasm with the character of the same name who is hunted by the title character Batman. Mm. Monica Baccarin, at this time, star also starred on Gotham as Leslie Tompkins.
1: Well, what was that last part? I'm sorry, I, I didn't hear it very that, well.
0: The delay, I know. Monica Baccarin, who voiced Talia Agur in the DC animated movie Verse, at this time in 2016, she was also in Gotham as Leslie, Dr. Leslie Tompkins. Oh, Hey! Um, In the scene where Batwoman makes his appearance, Batwoman says to him, hello, nurse. A classic reference to the Animaniacs where Yakko, Wacko, and Dot will say hello, nurse, to very attractive people.
1: That's why it sounded familiar. I remember hearing that and I was like, that sounds like I've heard that somewhere. I couldn't place it.
0: Um, This is the sixth installment in the DC animated movie Verse. Batwoman appears at the very last we mentioned before, she appears at the very last shot of the movie sporting her Batgirl of Burnside outfit. Which is one of mm-hmm. my favorite costumes she has. During the, the one with that, the uh,
1: the one with like the very pronounced collar. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's a good one. I like that one.
0: Um during their battle with Black Mask and his gang, Damien inadvertently burns Ronan, Roman Sonna's Black Mask mask to his face like um dick did in the uh, i think technically that was um not jason tim that did it not Damien.
1: oh okay so they're changing that already in this universe
0: yep and at the 52 minute and 24 52 minute 24 second mark you could technically see amanda waller really yep when bruce is speaking to the delegates. When he, when he, this is oh, when, that would make sense. This is when he say, Watchtower initiate.
1: Ah, uh, okay.
0: So we'll later see Amanda Waller later on in Suicide Squad, Hell to Pay. So we're three movies away on from our, that.
1: On our <laughs> way there. So translation, three weeks, people.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> but in this case. Because this will be out this Friday, and we're going to be recording another one this coming Saturday. Well, no, technically, when this is posted on Friday, we're going to be recording another review Saturday, which would be Justice League versus Team Titans. So technically, two weeks.
1: Yeah, there you go.
0: Um, Yes,
1: this is sorry. This is the illusion of what's behind the curtain. Pay no attention to the men behind the screen trying to figure out schedules. (laughs)
0: <laughs> or the fact that the host and editor is all f- is fucking up <sighs> um but overall with that said we relived it again but just by me talking about it <laughs> um what where are you giving this for a rating
1: i think i think i'm gonna give this one a four okay. i gave the last one a 4.5
0: mm-hmm.
1: my I, I very much enjoyed this one. I had a lot of fun with it. I I don't think I would give it a four point five though, only because it's only because like the like even though I understand now after our last review that um, that the fight scenes were drawn over in the last one, which is what kind of like really pushed like the uh, like factor for me of like wow this is crazy animation, but to know that they did that kind of like eh, like questionably. Kind of kill that so I get why it's not as prevalent in this movie as it was in the last one yeah. but be because of that not necessarily lack because there was a lot of really good action in this I just can't seem to put it on 4.5 yet but overall I very much enjoyed the story I very much enjoyed um, how how they're changing certain things I wasn't aware of how they've changed certain things but I'm not I'm not mad at it it kind of makes sense for the way that they're trying to make the story go so, like, on a, on a fresh set of eyes for me, because I've seen this, I think, once before, but um, it felt like I was really watching it for the first time when I was watching it for this. Um, I, I overall very much enjoyed it, but I'm still saving that, you know, that .5, that full 5 for something that's, like, really exemplary.
0: Okay. For me, this also, I would, a 3.5, because every time I, I'm reading through the plot, and I'm thinking about the movie again. It just, okay. it. I'm treating these characters like they're real people. I really am, and I need to quit doing that. These are these are fictional characters, not real people. Because mm-hmm. um, it's like, all right, you don't want to be saved by another person ever, but you're using another person's legacy to become a bad. A you essentially you are part of the bad family. If you not, even, you don't feel that you are. You are part yeah. of the bad family.
1: You can't wear the jacket if you're not in the club, man.
0: I know, man. <laughs> um, here, Robin is very subdued. Now, and, I, and this is where you see... We started Robin's journey already with Son of Batman, but here, he's he's still a dick. But yeah. he's becoming less of a dick. But it's ramped up more when we get to it.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, and... What, what, what when we get to just League team I, sp- you
1: know? I spent my entire life trying to get out from under Bruce's shadow the last thing I want to do is be wearing this damn
0: thing mm-hmm. yeah. yeah fuck it. fuck Robin. I don't care why um, is no, it that no.
1: I'm remembering very specific lines for some reason hey as long
0: as you remember them <laughs> that's fine cause, it, cause here um, and, and that's why it gets to 3.5 there is I totally glossed over that, 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 that line that quote because it's not memorable in that regards the only thing that's rememberable by the guards of this movie is the fact that you're using battle of the cow you're using batman incorporated you're technically using part of part of batman and robin which features prominently dick grayson as batman and damien as his robin
1: yeah like we saw dick be batman in this more than we saw batman be batman
0: I would have liked, and this is why I'm, I'm giving the three point five. I would have liked if you did not feature Batman at all. I mean, Bruce or Batman at all for the rest of this film. You just leave us with the impression that he's dead. So we get to the sixth movie. Um, it could have been. Put, I, to me, you could push Teen Titans versus Justice League back. Okay. Make a, a direct sequel to, um, for this um, and. Batman, uh, Batman, Bad Blood, and make the next one Battle for the Cow. Just rechange that script. It's now Bruce versus Dick for the Cow.
1: It would all line up pretty well like that.
0: And you have, and Dick will have a support system. Technically, he'll have um he'll have Alfred, Batwoman, Robin, um Damian, um and Batwing, and Alfred. And you have for Bruce, you'll have Talia on his corner because he because you'll find out he's brainwashed. Yeah. So uh, yeah. I like, I
1: not, like, leave out the fact that we already know that he's getting brainwashed. Mm-hmm. Like, if you don't put that in there, it's like, okay, well, he came back and he's with Talia. Like, what the hell's going on? Battle for the cowl. Like, yeah, that would all make sense.
0: Yeah, so I, I would have... It would make
1: too much sense for them to make money. Sorry.
0: <laughs> but, um, we got what we got, and it's still good, and I still like the fact that I get the <laughs> voice, and she brings to, um, brings back to life. Um... Mm-hmm. Overall, once out, once again, I'll give this three point five. Um, just certain things, uh, story elements, it could have been extended a bit longer. Characters like Batman could have been taken out a little bit longer. Let us focus on, um, Dick, and Damien's relationship as Batman and Robin a little bit more than just an hour and forty minutes or an hour, like an hour thirty, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, I
1: do love that little snapback though because of that, that uh, that rock, uh nightwing gives robin a little bit i'm trying to remember the exact line but it was something like uh robin saying like oh can we trust her when they're talking about uh batwoman it was like oh can we trust her and he goes i don't know you trusted uh talon pretty easily and he's just like shut up (laughs)
0: like ooh, like here is like basically everyone's telling him don't talk shit what you what you pulled technically a year ago you, you don't get to talk shit boy
1: yeah exactly <laughs> like i do love that they put that in there because it does show a little bit of like their relationship at this point
0: you yeah, have like shut your ass up boy Um, <laughs> uh, but next up for our next viewing like i mentioned before justice league versus Teen titans um this one i'm just gonna say right off the bat it's one of it's one of my favorites but there is some gripes to it. Um, it it's, it's, it's only because there's a character, besides Dick, there's a character I seriously feel from day one when this fucking movie first started. It should have been part of the Teen Titans team and not Justice League. And I don't need to say it because I know you already know. Yeah. But... It still doesn't deter. uh, I seriously. And I I will explain more when we do the review for um, Justice League versus Teen Titans. But that's the official term. I call it Teen Titans versus Justice League because technically, we finally got a fucking Teen Titans movie.
1: I know, dude. I was so happy when I heard about this. Like, this was the first one that I saw. Like, the first Teen Titans anything that I had seen since the Teen Titans Cartoon Network. Not go. the not the Teen Titans Go, but like since the ah. ending of that, I had not seen any animation of Teen Titans ah. since then. So I, when I heard that the movie was coming out, I was just like, I I could give a fuck about the Justice League in this one. I want to see what's going on with the Teen Titans in this.
0: I know. So once again, thank you for listening to this review. Um, in the I will post in the description um, the link to the documentary. Concerning Bill Finger and his his being the real creation of Bat the creator of Batman. Um I was on a panel I was not on the panel, but I was at a panel at WarnerCon about a year before Batman vs. Robin came out. Okay. Literally talking about this. That was the most heated panel I've ever been in. Wow. Wow. It was in and, and, and it was very informing, and it was more like. Holy shit. Uh, like it changed everything I would know about Bob King and Batman. So it's and, and it shows like and the only person I can say truly who gives credit to people who help him create characters is Stanley. Stanley always talks about Jack Kirby. Is um, it the Jack Kirby or I'm, I'm forgetting a few names. I would just say he would, he would give credit
1: to people yeah, where credit was due. That's the thing.
0: That is Stanley, and yes, he's a rock... Stanley was a rock star. Cite he, your sources, people. But he always says, "Oh, Jack Kirby came up the the backstory for um, Peter Parker. Jack Kirby came up with we did um, with Magneto. Jack Kirby did this. Jack Kirby did that. Jack Kirby created the New Gods." Damn. But Stanley never worked on a DC thing. He he always praised Jack Kirby's creativity. Jack Kirby. Is the reason why we got this DC anime movie verse? That's why we got the part of the new gods in Justice League War, which would be Dark Side. Jack Kirby created Dark Side. And we're going to get something even more wild and crazy when we get to Apocalypse War. So so we got to thank Bill Finger and Jack Kirby for all this.
1: Yes, yes. Give it up.
0: So I hear re-
1: you not clapping in your homes. Clap, goddamn it!
0: So while <laughs> we're reflecting on the on the legacy of Jack Kirby and Bill Finger, thank you for listening, and like the last episode, I'll throw in the Batman theme at the end.